Today's episode of What Happened When is brought to you by SaveCade.com. That's S-A-V-E-C-A-D-E.com. But instead of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes throwing that bionic elbow to Ric Flair, what are they going to find there at SaveCade.com? Tony Schiavone? They are going to find the best way that we know, that best way that anyone know, to save money fast, easy, save immediately, lower your monthly payments, Conrad, skip your next two house payments, pay off your house faster. Pay off your house faster. That's right. You can pay off the house faster. Own a home with no money down. It's all at SaveCade.com. That's S-A-V-E-C-A-D-E.com. Am I right? That's exactly right. If you're a renter after all these payments, what have you got to show for it? Stop throwing your money away. Go to SaveCade.com. We'll get you in a house. And your new house payment, it'll be roughly or less than what you've been paying in rent. You can even do it without saving up a big down payment. How's nothing down sound? You don't need perfect credit to do this either. We can hook it up at SaveCade.com. Maybe you've got credit card debt. We can help you knock that out too. Maybe you just want to pay your house off faster like Tony talked about. We can help you restructure some of your debt to get out of debt faster and at the same time cut years off of your loan. If you have a mortgage right now, ask yourself, how old am I going to be when I pay my house off? If you don't know the answer, you haven't done enough planning, you need to go to SaveCade.com right now. That's S-A-V-E-C-A-D-E.com. And uh, you're not going to go to some strangers. You're going to First Family Mortgage and me, Conrad Thompson. Talk to you soon. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. First arcade, 605 NWA, TV title, Cajun Omni, the bunkhouse stampede, Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tag Team, Turner, Bottom, Mid-South Joy World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and first North, they win, look, Shivani's back again, world title split off, center stage, Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and the Crow, Thunder, Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh, lowest rules cat back. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom's a good looking man. Quondike Bill, make a chair. Tommy, you come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring, and here's your co-host, Hey Hey. Oh, Tony. What's up, man? I'm so sick, Tony. You're sick? Oh, I'm so sick, Tony. Why would you be sick? I have the bronchitis. And then I have to stand out by the pool for the Jaguars in the cold in the winter. Who uh, throws pool party in winter? Yeah, uh, well. That's, co- that's Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And then I come home. And my butler, see, I'm sick, and he feel bad for me, and he go to the store, try to help, and while he there, he he gives me cough drops that are, how you say, sugar free. And the sugar free, tear my stomach out. Now incredible gas, explosive diarrhea. I cough so hard early on couch, I shit on couch. Holy shit! So extended period of time here on the show, I go missing because I know shit studio. 
You don't have a bucket? Dude, I'm being 100% serious. I'm You're you're not doing well, huh? I am I have shit no less 35 times today. Good god, you got your hemorrhoids must be horrible. I don't have hemorrhoids. No. I'm no, like you, I can just shit anytime. <laughs> but here's the here's I mean it's a I'm in a handle. You don't understand like I got bronchitis, started to wake up. I woke up Thursday and knew I was going to be sick. Then, of course, I had to be out by the pool for yeah. a pool party in the winter. That damn Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and so I had already agreed to do it. No backing out now. Yeah. So I go do it, even though I'm sick as hell. And then immediately try to get into the warmth and start sucking down cough drops and medicines. Oh, man. This is a situation. Let me just tell you. So then I when, I, when I get home, I said, I don't even get to go home. I had to go to a mortgage conference Jesus. and I had to suffer through that. I bet it was suffering, huh? Oh, because I'm over there dying, coughing and sneezing and interrupting everybody. And then I come home and Jody Butler felt bad for me. So he went to the store, loaded up, got all kinds of like vitamin waters and Gatorades and vitamin C and a whole bunch of cough drops and just put the cough drops by me. Well, I'll start knocking those dudes out just one after another. And I'm starting to feel pretty good. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh man, I'm about to embarrass myself. I got gas. And then it wasn't just gas. All right. So the cough drops gave you this? Apparently I learned this. If you get the stuff that's like sugar free or whatever. Right. Ooh. Wow. It'll get on you. Good God. And I did. I didn't know any better. And like right now, I don't know. The mic may have heard that. It, it was a serious rumble. Mrs. Thompson could hear it from across the room. The dogs were looking at me, like, "What is that?" Jesus. Yeah. So I, I'm the only guy I know who could turn bronchitis into shitting on the couch. That really happened. I. And I want yeah. to tell you right now, this is the open of the show. I've been recording all this. So welcome to what happened when Conrad shit on the couch. Let's bring in our master of ceremonies, Mr. Tony Schiavone. Tony, tell me your day was better than mine. If it wasn't, just lie to me. No, it 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 had to be better than yours. It had to be. I I, I got Lois to to do some work uh, around the house, and uh, that was uh, awe inspiring on this end. So uh, I was I was kind of dancing the jig around here, thinking, man, it's been a great day. And then I talked to you, and and it's kind of brought me down. So I brought you down by telling you the truth about my life. Just my life was enough to depress you. Well, what, no, well, the fact that you're my friend and you're sick depressed me. Oh, you, you don't want to have your friends sick. That's true. So that, that's well, that kind of depressed me. So, so I'm sorry to hear that man. Hang in there. Well, I'm, I'm excited about this though, because we're covering Thursday raw Thursday. And this happened, uh, right before WrestleMania 13. So we're on the heels of Royal rumble 97, so I still want to make you watch one day. I think it's maybe my favorite Royal Rumble ever. Certainly top two. Although that 04 one was pretty good too. It, it, it's, it's still number one. Anyway, we're setting up a pay-per-view called In Your House Final Four. And the WrestleMania card is already in place, but things are going to change on this show. And on the other channel, you guys have just done sold out 97, which was a horrible piece of shit pay-per-view that we made fun of a year ago, available in the archives now at whwmonday.com. So if you want to, if you're thinking what I'm thinking and I'm thinking what you're thinking, 
I say we uh, wake old Lois up, tell her it's damn near Valentine's Day. She should come in here and do something special. Come on in, sweetheart, my Valentine. Come on in and give. Oh, you look so beautiful today. And give us. I only talk like this once a year. Give us your countdown, please. <laughs> so, Conrad's full of shit, huh? Oh, what a mess. Three, two, one, play. World Wrestling Federation, the leader in sports entertainment. So this is going to be uh, Thursday, Raw Thursday. Yeah, so they were preempted on Monday here for either tennis or the dog show or something like that. Right, the Westminster Dog Show or whatever they had at that time. And this, the whole show, I guess is not only heading towards in your house, but has a lot to do with here. Sean Michaels, who is going to relinquish the WWF championship. That's right. He's been the champion since WrestleMania 12, nearly a year prior to this. And he hasn't, uh, gotten over maybe to the degree that they wanted. They're going to get a little more edgy. We're going to see Sean Michaels when he finds his smile, come back and quickly become sort of a smarmy, cocky asshole, and DX will be born in this Attitude Era. But here, business was down a little bit. It was still up from 95, but it didn't meet expectations. But he's had unbelievable matches on top that I can't wait to show you one day. I recently showed you Survivor Series 96. You love that match with Sid. Right. And take a look at this. A very young Rocky Maivia. You saw his debut at Survivor Series 1996. And here he is with that pineapple willy haircut. He's at least dropped that ridiculous outfit. And uh, how about Owen Hart is the queen of farts is a sign right behind good old King. And this is a cool announce table here. You got a three-man booth, Vince McMahon, J.R. rocking the hat and glasses and uh, rocking the old no-collar shirt, just like Vince McMahon. And then the most ridiculous person at the table, Jerry Lawler rocking the crazy jacket. Looks like he's on tour with Michael Jackson, but no shirt underneath. This is a very small venue for them, isn't it? I, I, I mean, it said Lowell, Massachusetts, but uh, I mean, if you think about, and again, I, I didn't pay attention to the WWF back then. Uh, holy smokes. Here comes son-in-law. Yeah. The most recognizable son-in-law in all sports entertainment, <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley walking to the ring now with his original what? WWF gimmick rocking the intercontinental championship, but you're right. It is a small venue and Vince liked the look of this building, uh, much like he liked the look of, um, the Manhattan center where right. they ran a lot of those early rolls. He thought it looked good on TV and it was really, really close you know, to the office. It was a drive. Uh, so not that bad. I do need to tell you, as I heard another rumble just now, there oh. may be extended silences from me. We're okay. not going to ruin the show and chop it up. Tony will still hang in there and talk shit about me in my absence okay. while I'm doing a little shit talking myself. Uh, give me a code word. So I know that you just haven't stopped talking and you've run, uh, you'll hear, Oh no. And then me literally run my big ass to the toilet as I throw my headphones off. You, I think you'll be able to figure it out. Okay. You got it. All right. So this is for the intercontinental championship and a pretty damn good match to start things out with here. It's worth uh, mentioning at this point, they have been constantly pushing Rocky Mavia as the white meat baby face and JR's calling him things like the blue chipper. And, uh, they have high hopes for him, but it's not going to be received all that well by this WWF crowd who maybe he's ready for a little more attitude. 
Yeah, I was. I, I watched the show, previewed the show, and I, I heard the fans start to chant "Rocky sucks, Rocky sucks," and I, boy, I scratched my head. I thought, "Wow, how about that?" I'm gonna the need. Man- you, I'm gonna need you to stop watching the show before we watch it. Okay, you want me to stop? All right, I'll, I'll stop watching the show. Well, it's just better if I explain things to you, and oh, I, I yeah. can just make shit up, and we can call Cronus Daryl and stuff like that. But if you're <laughs> watching it, then you know it's John Cronus, and that just, I mean, it steals all my gimmicks. I don't want to steal all your gimmicks, but I, I have watched this one and I didn't watch the whole thing. I, uh, I did watch the interview, the big interview that we're going to see, which I guess is the whole focus of the show. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I was, I was kind of surprised that, that, well, who is now the biggest, uh, action adventure star in all of Hollywood, uh, got booed by this fan, by these fans. Of course, I know it's 1997 and I know we're plus 20 years ago now, but, uh, man, how things change. Uh, and, uh, Hey, I like this opening match. I really do. Not only that, I, I, I like, I like the talent roster. Now this is used. This is right before the attitude era begins, right? Yeah. I, I think most people would argue. Well, I mean, some people might say that it started with stone cold, Steve Austin yeah. cutting a, a promo at King of the ring 96. But to me, I think you could really look at that survivor series 96 show and say, Hey, here's a departure because the heels were firmly behind Sid as Sid beat up Jose Lothario and Sid and won the belt. But we're, we're slowly gradually getting there. You're going to see more beer and more middle fingers and all that to come. So was this the thing that they all of a sudden said, Hey, this is an idea. Or was this like a, a, a plan of Vince's all along? You know, that, that, that's, that intrigues me about the attitude era. Did it all of a sudden happen one day to where they said, Hey, this stuff stuff is getting over. Or Vince says, guys, here's our plan. And we're going to have this attitude. Uh, that's one of the intriguing things about this attitude era. Did it just happen or was it a plan? Does anybody know the answer to that? Yeah. It's clearly a response to the NWO. Okay. All right. And they were having trouble at this time. I, I mean, you said business is up from 95, but this was in the middle of, dare I say, 83 weeks. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, this is right in the middle of the 83 weeks for sure. Yeah, right. So things are, are not going well for the company, although a uh, pretty good looking crowd here. And, and I find it very interesting that, uh, that Vince McMahon would share the announce table with not only Lawler, but Jr. That kind of, it kind of surprises me. What do you think about this, uh, presentation? You know, you've told us before what you thought about the way the different WCW rings looked and the canvases looked. Yeah. What do you think about this red, white, and blue? This is still classic WWF. Like it, yeah. like they had when you were there before they went to the more modern blacks and reds. Yeah, I, I, I've always liked this. And the reason I've always liked this is I like the lighter colored mat. I think it it reflects the light and it makes it look brighter. It gives the emphasis on what's and you know you know I boy we've hashed out WCW had that dark ring mat, a dark ring cover. I hated that thing. I loved it. Yeah, I just thought that this was much better. Oh, Rocky's still pretty green here. You can tell that. But he had a pretty good-looking physique, and here we go on the outside. Watch out now. Whoa. Head first to the 
the side and watch out. Here we go again. I oh, I'd like to interject something if I could here. What is there? Now that I see the uh, the announced team on the side. Uh, I was not at the last uh, MLW uh, taping live show that I did it on BN Sports, uh, and that's because uh, my weekends are kind of taken up now, and uh, they're moving their tapings to weekends. So I've had a lot of uh, questions about that on social media, and just want to let everybody know. I'm sure most of the people know listening on Patreon by now uh, why, but anybody who's uh, hooked into our What Happened When, uh, I wanted to we'll make sure they knew that. So that's how things so what are going that, in my world right now. What does that mean for your future with MLW? Uh, well, it means that if they continue to tape on Saturdays, I will continue not be able to show up. I mean, could you guys do something in post or are they live every week now? No, no, I, I don't know. I don't think they're live every week. No, because they're not, uh, they're not taping again or they're not doing anything again until WrestleMania weekend. They're not doing anything in March. Wait, are you telling us we need to like go like, you know, pitchforks or whatever. I mean, are you done with wrestling again? What the fuck is happening? Oh, I'm not done with wrestling again. It's just one of those schedule, uh, conflicts I got, uh, and down on the army goes, and it's just going to let everybody know. Hey, so why wouldn't Shivani on the show? Well, that's the reason Shivani wasn't on the show because <clears throat> Shivani's got basketball. Jesus okay? Christ. What? Oh, Jesus Christ me. I had basketball. I mean, oh. they, Oh, I had a bit. We had a very important game against South Carolina. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Did y'all win? No. Yeah. A worthwhile investment of your time. Yeah. Okay. They saw, they saw you and just said, well, fuck it. He's here. Let's just Shivani. <laughs> no, no. And it will continue after this. Let me but ask I, you if, if your kids, if you were, if your kids were to honor you with a Georgia Jersey yeah. and Shivani on the back. Yeah. Is it true that the numbers would be double zero? <laughs> Uh, no, there would that's not true. Sixty uh, nine? No, that's not true either. My my favorite number is twenty four. Thank you very much. Whoa, look at the look, look, the honky tonk man coming out. Honky See, this tonk. is how you know we're not in the attitude era. The fucking honky tonk man is out here. Yeah, that's just uh that's like uh very odd to have him out of here. Here's the deal. It Bruce has talked about on the show before where people who were close to Vince would say Vince just needs a hit. It had been so long since he had had a hit, you know, for so many years, it felt like everything he touched was huge. SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Saturday night's main event. He had to use a basketball term since that's what we're going to start doing soon as a basketball podcast, the hot hand, as y'all say. And now all of a sudden, you know, he's running shows in arenas like this. And sometimes a couple of years prior to this, they were running shows in high school gyms. So it started to look and feel a little more indie. Bruce has even told the story where they came and got the water coolers from the office just to try to cut expenses. Yeah. And on Patreon, we told the story about how JJ felt like he had been hoodwinked and trapped into buying a house he couldn't really afford and then got a pay cut of exactly half where now he could no longer afford the house that he had just sort of been tricked into buying or so he felt. So I say all of that to say, I think at this point, Vince just started to say, Hey, what worked once upon a time and honky tonk, man, even though you and I've certainly had a lot of fun with him here on the show and Lord knows Eric Bischoff has at different times, the son of a bitch had white hot heat. So if you're looking for somebody that all the fans can unanimously agree that they hate this guy, honky tonk, man's your man. Is he not? Oh yeah. 
Honky Tonk Man had white hot heat. He had so much heat that he even had heat with the people that worked in the office. Hate that guy, they would say. Hate him. Just, and I'm, this is back in 89 when I was there. He pisses me off every time he comes on TV. And I remember thinking, if he pisses you people off and you're smart. That's the that, idea. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah he, he pisses everybody off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get that. So, man, here he is back again. So he's giving him another shot. Thursday, Raw Thursday. And, you know, uh, Wayne still's got that heat now with a lot of people. Who? Wayne Ferris. Oh, I thought you said Wayne Sills, but you said Wayne Stills. I guess. Wayne still has that. Wayne, comma, still has that heat. I got you. You've been down at the library? You trying to show off with your fancy punctuation? That, that's library. Oh, sorry. Since it's the basketball Dude, podcast. Before you started doing DDP yoga, you were about six rows back across from the hard cam. Look at you wearing a hat. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, right now, that guy's thinking, boy, there's some little prick in Alabama. Gonna try to convince me to talk over this internet. <laughs> hey, let me, this is yep. fine. I don't know why, but me and the wife were talking about it this week. Remember when you could only have one person on the internet at your house at a time? Uh, yes. Cause it took up the phone line and it was just one person at a time. Yes. Uh, when did you first get on the internet? Was it one of your kids that got all those free AOL CD ROMs and convinced you to put one in? No, I was ahead. Of, I was ahead of the, I was ahead of the curve on that one. I was ahead of the curve on that one. We, uh, we started doing emails at work and I thought this is fucking great. What was your email address? Your first one. Do you remember? Uh, it was Tony.Shivani at, uh, Turner.com. I believe. Wow. That's pretty cool. And uh, then I went one, two, got a two count. Hey, just and, for fun. If you're listening yeah. to this, mm-hmm. uh, send a, a fun picture to Tony.Shivani at Turner.com. It'll bounce back, but. The IT guy over there at Turner will be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so I, I, I came home and we, uh, we started with AOL, you sure. know, the AOL, uh, chat rooms and things like that. And, oh, uh, what were you in there saying? Uh, I, I can't remember. Yeah. I bet. No, I can't. Yeah. You were in there being like 40 SWM. No, you just would, you would see a person on there and you would go, hello. And the person will go, oh, hello, how are you? And it was all polite talk, really. Well, until Conan got on there, and then he would just type in all caps. <laughs> so that was back in the late 90s uh, or mid-90s, I guess. Is Mid-90s. Yeah, you were probably rocking that internet about 95. Yeah. Trying to see what all Encyclopedia Britannica had online. Man, I could do without all these zoomed in shots of rocks asshole here. I'm sure Efren's really enjoying today's episode. Maybe he is, but now they're doing a pretty good job here of, uh, they, they even said, you know, one, two, three, he's got him beat, but no, he doesn't have him beat. And, uh, that's all Vince McMahon knew how to do. Was, yeah. What a maneuver. And then one, two, he got him. No, he didn't. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if anybody was talking in his ear, telling Vince what to say at this time. Uh, actually. Yes. It was Bruce Pritchard. Are you serious? Bruce Pritchard's in the back and he's saying things like, uh, all right, Vince, we're going to throw to the commercial in 30 or, you know, just giving him time cues. Oh, okay. I, I got that. I don't, I don't think he was saying, Hey, you need to pick up that intensity there. Uh, guy, let's go. No. Yeah. Can you imagine Bruce telling Vince, all right, Vince, get your shit together. That was a headlock takeover. <laughs> no, he, he's just pitching, you know, time cues. Yes, sir. 
Watch this. Oh, hey, I forgot to tell you as we're watching a superplex here. Whoa. Yeah. What? Guess who I got to spend the day with this week? Uh, do I know him? Her? Him? It? Keith Mitchell. Did you really? Spent the whole day. He works for AEW. Uh-huh. And, uh, when I saw that I had to be, you know, at the set or whatever to do a walkthrough and I saw who I was doing it with, I looked at the email address and I was like, this isn't really, no, it's really Keith Mitchell, like WCW Keith Mitchell. How about that? Yeah. It was super cool, man. That guy knows his shit. I understand why he was around so long and I heard his name for so many years now. And not only that, a good guy to work with. Tremendous. Yes, he is. I can't, you know, next time when I'm not dying of bronchitis, cause ain't nobody got time for that. Only four people got that, but whatever. I, uh, I'm going to do some beers with him. I want to hear his story. That dude made a living in wrestling for decades and I couldn't have picked him out of a lineup, you know? Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. He did it with the world class. He did it with WCW and then he did it, I guess, with, uh, TNA. Well, I'm glad I'm glad he's got something. Look at this one, two, my God, we got a new intercontinental champion. How about that? The fans pop for a big title change. Yes, they did. So you're going to get your two singles title on this show to change hands tonight. Of course, we know Sean's going to forfeit. We'll get there in a minute, but now the, the new young upstart, the white meat baby face and process this, he debuted at survivor series. What do you think? Uh, Michael Hayes, not doc Hendricks. What do you think? Michael Hayes would be saying to him right now, Tony, Michael Hayes would probably say, Hey, you, you know that I used to be a member of the free birds and you know, I used to have a hell of a lot of heat back in the world-class territory. You know who I am? Something like that. Do, I, I think do you think it. Michael has ever spent more than a half hour with somebody without telling them about the time he quote unquote sold out the Superdome with JYD? No, that nor the time that they almost had a riot at Reunion Arena, and when they slammed Kerry Von Erich's head and yep. into the cage and all that shit on Christmas Day and uh, all that stuff. Or the time they were in a biker bar and the yeah. biker shot at him. Yeah. And Terry yeah. Gordy laughed, and right. Michael said, "Why are you laughing?" And he said. Cause he missed <laughs> like Michael Hayes, even though he has the same stories over and over and over, they yeah. somehow get more entertaining just with the way he tells them every time. Oh, no, there's nothing, there's nothing, nothing greater than a Michael Hayes story. Let me just say, I'm really glad that he's doing so well in the WWE, but on the other hand, I really wish he could like do something really stupid and get put in timeout for two years. So we could do a podcast together. So everybody <laughs> could hear what a great storyteller he is. Yeah. And then him get over like Rover and then have no choice, but to hire him back. Like they did Bruce. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still working on that with you. Oh, okay. I mean, I got uh, you the MLW gig and you're like, fuck that. I got basketball. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, but, uh, in your house, final four coming up. Oh, and they they're running the major market there, Tony. They're running Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee, the old roundhouse. Oh my Lord. Just be quiet for a minute. Sunny. Hang on. If you hear a splash over here, it might not be <laughs> sunny. Go to bed. Come in here. <laughs> go to bed. Don't come in here. There oh. we go. Roll tight. Oh my God. Look how she fits in that. Da, 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 See, you've been da, barking da, up the wrong tree all this whole time. I don't want to hear huh? nothing else from you about Deborah, Francine, huh? none of that. You know what, Conrad? She didn't have a bit of underwear on at all. No. Wait a minute. Why are you being that guy right now? She doesn't. Well, look, she doesn't have a bra on. I bet she doesn't have panties on. Nothing. What, what are you? Oh my God. What's happening? Is this a Bluetooth commercial? I didn't even know it. 
No, no, it's not. But I just, I'm just trying to, I'm reacting what I'm seeing. You see any lines under there? Well, yeah. oh. I'm not looking for lines. What, what the hell are you looking at then? Well, I saw something there. Bro. Okay. Right. I, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, she's got a thong on. What are you talking about? Stacy Keebler and Sonny. They're one yeah. A and one and one B. It's like yeah. Sean Michaels and Rick Flair, right? One A, one B. Well, this is one yeah. A, one B right here. Yeah. Don't at me. I'm telling the truth. All right. So here's the headbangers. You ever see them before? No, I've never saw them before. Did they ever work anywhere after this? Yeah. The guy on the left became Beaver Cleavage. He wanted to have sex with his mom. Oh my God. And the guy on the right was going to be like an updated Doink the Clown and yeah. be managed by Brother Love, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, two clowns don't make things work, you know. But yeah, here we are. Here we are, the headbangers. Hey, can I spit in your face like that at our get together next month? <laughs> uh, well, I would say no, but that would never stop you. As long as you don't have bronchitis. I don't know that we've been talking about this enough, but, uh, you and I are having a little get together next month here in Huntsville, Alabama. Yes, we are. It's the low key big hog get together. And it's going to be in Huntsville, Alabama. And we're getting all of our friends together. who are with us on Patreon. It's part of being a low-key big hog. But now it's time for the slam of the week. And would you take a look at this? Lois is slamming Tony. They put him in there at Lennox Mall. And oh, she put him down in a pile driver when he wouldn't buy what she wanted at Macy's. That's our slam of the week brought to you by M&M's. Can I just tell you that was maybe one of the scariest spots of the year for me? Because the entire time I'm like, because, you know, I was raised by a woman from Alabama. So I was like, he's going to get his hair caught in that escalator. Y'all better get him up. That thing's just going to eat him alive. Going to pull him right in there. Pull out of the roots. Seriously. I had, I had a guy fall down the escalator like on me. And by then he like hit the, hit the deck uh, at the Huntsville airport like a month ago. And all I could think was I got to get him up before it gets to the end. This thing could eat him. Then I remembered, wait a minute. Just cause my mama said something when I was eight doesn't mean it's true. But I, oh, that's true right there, boy. Woo. Okay. Definitely no problem. I'm give me that. All right. So, uh, yeah, you're not kidding. Uh, so yeah, we're getting together in Huntsville and, uh, it's going to be at the middle of March, a weekend in Huntsville. And, uh, can you text Sonny and see if she can come? Uh, I mean, if, if she's available, me number, if you give me her number, I'll text her. Do you know her? Oh yeah. I know her. Yeah. She worked for WCW a little bit. Oh Yeah. I know. All right. I'm going to get you your number. Oh, please do. I mean, I can't wait. I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to text her. Why? Is there some sort of restraining order? We don't know that. Would you take a look at Bob hardcore Holly? This is back when he had the racing gimmick. I just think if I went in the other room and said, Hey baby, guess who's coming over next month? Well, here's how you can do it. Hey baby, you won't believe what Tony Schiavone went and did. That's why I said, I'm giving you the number. She ain't listening to this show. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, You got it. She'd rather go to the fucking dentist than listen to this. <laughs> really? Oh, dude, she we're, is just. We're not, we're not that popular with women. No, it's not, we are with women. We got at least two percent listeners. Okay, or they're female. But I'm just saying. <coughs> oh, hang on there, buddy. Sorry. Oh, okay, there's, there's, there's no. You, you got to understand, wrestling is like her least favorite thing ever. Yeah, I get that. I understand. You know, I don't know who this Aldo Montoya is, but. It seems, uh, he looks a lot to me like a hurricane Helms. Really? Yeah. There's just something about him. 
that looks like Hurricane Helms. You remember when I made you watch some ECW before? Yeah. That's just incredible. Ah. And that's Bob Holly with all the hair. Yeah, I, I know that's Bob Holly. Uh, hardcore Bob Holly. Uh, I, I get that. Wow. So I get that. So once he uh, pulled the jock strap, boy, that was a fucked up spot. Once <laughs> he pulled the jock strap off of his head, he ceased being the Portuguese man of war. Yeah. And started being not just the coolest, not just the best, uh-huh. but just incredible. Wow. Amazing. That's Glenn, Glenn Ruth coming off the, uh, top with a clothesline there. I think he still works some independence every now and again, or he was a few years ago. Headbanger, and headbanger thrasher is his name here though. And headbanger mosh on the outside. So mosh and thrasher are your headbangers, which, you know, maybe you're a couple years late with this grunge look, but it was still a thing in 97. Raven had a similar look, right? Um, but 95, 94, 95 is probably when it was at its peak. But it's still cool enough here in 97. Look at this pick up and a double drop and down goes hardcore Bob in my race car, Holly. Now the fans not buying this one at all. Of course, they just saw a title switch. So why should they? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're great getting together and we'll be in Huntsville and you'll send me Sonny's number and who knows who will show up, huh? Well, and I don't want to make any promises, but if she shows up, I'm not going to be with y'all for long. I'm going to be trying to talk about Starcast and other collaborations we could do in private. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I love collaborations. Uh, wait, you okay? That wasn't me. That was Sonny. Uh, <laughs> Are you trying to say she pooted? I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Oh, don't, don't talk about it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> stay cool now here. Stay cool. You didn't even start the show out with what happened when dude, it was serious. I don't know that I can do it right now. Okay. Yeah. Cause something may come out the other end. No, that's what? exactly right, dude. I'm telling you, I was in the other room. I messed it earlier. I coughed, but I sneezed mm-hmm. and I looked at the wife and I said, oh shit. She said, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Do you not feel good? I said, no, no, I, I shit. And she laughed and she said, I know being sick sucks. And I'm like, no, I, I mean, there's doo-doo on the couch. It happened. Yeah. And I didn't think for sure there was, cause it would have had to go through my shorts. Yeah. But it was liquid. So it did. Oh, well, yeah, I told you I shit, I shit on the, on the carpet one time. I'm getting the new couch, Tony. I'm sure you are. So uh, if you haven't already. Go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. You could be a part of a uh, little events. Like when, when I show Tony his final resting spot where he gets to pick out his own cocoon. Did you tell Lois about her cocoon? No, no, I did not. What? She doesn't listen to this. No. You mean no. we're not popular with women? No. Hey, but you know what I did, did find, uh, did find, and my daughter found it for me. There's a book you can buy on Amazon called, are you ready for this? Yep. Knitting with dog hair. Oh my God. Knitting better a sweater from a dog, you know, than love uh, and know and love than from a sheep. You'll never meet. Wow. It's called goodness. knitting with dog hair book. I mean, we could make a lot of money at the Shimani house on that one. 
a lot. We shit, we could do a sweater a day. Look at this. Whoa. One. That's got to be the finish. Holy shit. That wasn't bad. I like that. You just keep saying one. <laughs> one. Is that over? Yeah, it is over. Oh, I roll that. Well, I'm glad to see this. Holy my God. That's Mark. That that's Mark Eaton. That ring announcer or the, the timekeeper. Oh, I thought it was a WWE ring boy. I wasn't sure. No, no. Mel Phillips sitting around. Do you remember when, uh, we would watch that old footage and the beer would just fly in off screen and it will land in stone cold's hands. Yeah. It was that guy throwing it. Okay. All right. Gorilla monsoon and the WWF champion coming up. And here we go. What a All moment right. we're about to see here to my left. Gorilla Monsoon, the president of the WWF, one of the great men. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to say that I don't have my back to the camera or I don't have my front to the camera because I'm the boss. And if I want to put my back to the camera, that's exactly what I'll do. You see, Ted Turner thinks he's got something going on, but in a mere four years, he'll be oh, out of business. Oh, no, shit. Okay, there went Conrad. Ladies and gentlemen, Shawn Michaels. I'm a sexy boy. He's a heartbreak hit. Sexy boy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The shot's a sexy boy. Uh-huh. So, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, listening to what happened when Tony Schiavone, Conrad had to, uh, had to leave. Uh, and, uh, as he had to leave, then we're seeing Shawn Michaels. <laughs> it's really an inopportune time for Conrad to go take a shit, but there you go. As you take a look at the women, uh, and there he is, Shawn Michaels, uh, Shawn Michaels is going to go find his smile. Yes. It's, uh, it's a, a very, very, uh, touching moment. And I, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what was said at this time between uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Vince McMahon, but just thinking, just trying to, uh, you know, trying to freestyle here as Conrad say, uh, it may have went something like this. Sean, I'd like to say a few things if I could. Now the Montreal screw job is going to come up <clears throat> later this year. Uh, I know you don't like Bret Hart. Bret Hart probably doesn't like you. I know there's been talk about a click. Uh, so I wanted you to clarify things for me before we can move on further in this year. I love you, Sean. Here's what the camera Woo! says. What the sign says. Uh, so here's the, the fact that uh, oh my God. you need to tell That's us why things are happening this way. Sean. Um, uh, you better, I like to not to made it. All right. Uh, when I was coming to the ring today, I saw coconut. That's right. One of those coconuts. And I said well, that, that, that coconut is by itself on the floor. And I said, why would that coconut be by itself on the floor? And then I kicked the coconut Vince and you know, the coconut made a, a sound called click. And I thought, click, that's an interesting word. And then I thought, well, some members of my click have already gone to the 
WCW. And then I thought, that coconut's all alone. And it made me sad. And then I took that coconut. When Bret Hart turned around, I hit him in the back of the head with it. Because as you know, I don't like Bret Hart. And as you know, later on this year, you mentioned the Montreal screw job where we're going to fuck him over. That's I got to wipe my nose here. Uh, so I said, uh, you know, fuck that Canadian. Well, I, I do understand. Uh, and, and I do understand business is down for us at this time, but even though members of the click are over on the other side, the question is why, Hey, motherfuckers put the camera back on me when I'm talking, I don't care about that sign heartbreak there. Thank you very much. Will you be leaving once you drop this, but once you give this belt to gorilla monsoon, will you leave and go to WCW? Well, let me say this a few things. Uh, I'm not going to be like uh, another guy and mosey in and marry your daughter just so I can inherit the company. Uh, I'm not going to be like this. Did I tell you about the coconut that I saw when I was walking to the to the ring today? Uh, and do me a favor. I know Gorilla Monsoon is standing behind me. He doesn't have a gun, does he? Because I was just thinking that if he's got a gun, that maybe that the people over here on the left will see my brains kind of spew out all over your uh, nice white shirt that kind of looks like Jr. shirt in a way, but you don't have the hat. And of course, on the other side is uh, Jerry the King Lawler, and he doesn't have a shirt on. Where was I? Oh, we are taught. No, I'm not going to go anywhere because I'm a sexy boy. I'm Shawn Michaels. I am truly one of the greatest workers in the world. Not only that, during Nitro, they have these Nitro girls. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those girls named Rebecca Kersey, but she is one of the most beautiful Nitro girls I've ever seen. I'm going to make her my wife. And not only that, I understand not only is she beautiful, but she is probably overall one of the nicest girls ever. And I want to, I want to make my way in this business. I want to make my, make my uh, family mean something. So I'm just going to walk away from the business right now. I'm going to fourth this over. I'm going to come, I'm going to come back. I'm going to go try to find my smile. Now my smile may be down in Texas somewhere. Or my smile may be up in Canada somewhere. I don't know where that fucking smile is, but I'm going to go find it. One thing I'm sure, though, that my smile will not be anywhere where Bret Hart is. Because, you know, this greatest that ever was, greatest that ever will be, is nothing but a bunch of bullshit. And that's all I want to say about that. Now, also, I'd like to say that to my friends, Scott Hall and uh, my other friend, uh, Kevin Nash, you guys are good. You guys are tremendous, but none of you motherfuckers can work like me. Hell, I put over Sid Vicious at Survivor Series. I made him look good. And if I made Sid Vicious look good, what the fuck you think? What, what else is there for me to do? I can do it all. And yeah, I'm limping around here with a knee. Would you put the camera back on me? Not on this praying girl. Uh, thank you very much. Here I am limping around on this knee. I'm going to have some uh, arthroscopic surgery done by Dr. James Andrews down in Alabama because, <laughs> you know, in Alabama, they have the greatest uh, orthopedic surgeon in the world. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Alabama. The state of Alabama is the greatest orthopedic surgeon in the world. Can you figure that out? What else they got in Alabama? <laughs> they got a great proctologist. Speaking of that, I'm going to take this belt here. And uh, before this is all over, I want you, Vince, to take this belt and stick it up your ass. I didn't really mean that. I'm just upset about all I, everything that's going on and 
in a few minutes, I'm going to do my best to uh, get some tears coming down here. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give the belt over to Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla, hang on to that, if you will. Uh, and I'm just going to let you know that I'm going to walk away from the sport. I'm going to walk away from you. But I'm going to be coming back before this year's over. Before this year's over, I'm going to become the WWF champion once again, because here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and I think I've said this before. I'm going to find my smile. It's kind of like an AMC show called preacher. When preacher and Cassidy and Tulip went to new Orleans to try to find God, they went all over the world trying to find God. They started in new Orleans. Get your, I don't want to see this woman get the camera back on me, please. They, went all over to try to find God. So I'm going to do the same thing they did. I'm going to get in my car right now. I'm going to try to find my smile. And I just hope when I come back, there is still a business to come back to, because I understand that right now in Stanford, Connecticut, they're counting paper clips. They're not letting people use staplers anymore. They're pulling out all the water coolers. They told Bruce Pritchard that, <clears throat> that he had to only eat one, tuna wedge a day instead of two and please put the camera back on me. Thanks. Oh, I finally got the tears <laughs> going down my eyes right now. I feel, did I hear somebody cough? Yeah. Was that just coughing? Vince? I'm sorry. Bitch, don't cough when I'm talking. Oh, Some okay. bitch. I mean, we're here in Lowell, Massachusetts. Can you ever think of a, a different godforsaken place? And puff? Take, Oh, I love you too. Oh, there he is. Sean Michaels. Quite a testimony. I've never watched Preach on AMC, but we hope you will as well. Come on, baby. Don't quit. Oh, and there he goes. What do you think of the, I lost my smile speech? Uh, I thought it was pretty genuine. I, and I'm, I, I, I've gone back and read some stuff. A lot of people didn't buy it. Didn't like it. Almost I, no one bought it. Almost everyone believed that he was they, doing the job or he didn't want to do the job at WrestleMania 13. Didn't want to return the favor to Brett. So he fakes an injury here. Cause he's going to show up at WrestleMania and on right. the way there, um, show out and really make people question the validity of this knee injury. But didn't he as legit go down to see Dr. James Andrews? And have arthroscopic surgery. I had, I had heard that. What the fuck is that referee doing in there? Well, it's just a guy wearing a referee shirt. He said, oh, okay. I thought maybe he just was. like, you know, Jay-Z wears a suit. Doesn't mean he's an actual businessman. He's just a slap dicks who like chicken sandwiches. Yeah. You, you're not kidding. So I'm going to, what the heck? Well, who's this girl? That's so a girl it, who's doing I, Shawn Michaels cosplay wearing red and black leather. Gotcha. Oh, think there you go. Go hug you. Go hug run one of the ring boys there. There you go. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask, uh, you told us before that you felt like Howard Finkel had the biggest porn collection of anybody in the no, WWE. I, didn't never, I never said that. I never okay, said that. Oh, somebody else. That was Bruce Pritchard that said that. Okay. So w- yeah. what kind of porn did Finkel like? I don't know. You have to ask Bruce Pritchard. See, why would you ask me those questions? Uh, uh, we've talked about Klondike Bill for two years on our show, so that's why. Oh, okay. No, but if Bruce said he had a porn collection, uh, why would you ask me? Uh, I also, you know what I also heard? What? Have you ever, you ever heard that Walt Disney had a big porn collection too? Why would I know that? 
I don't know. You seem to know a lot about porn. I don't know anything about porn. I don't know. You know the fastest way to send money worldwide? PayPal. And now let's take a look at what is very a very emotional situation. Here's how emotional it is. It's so emotional, you put a bald guy in back of him, and you finally bring up the lights. <laughs> Vince had to be pissed off about that. That's how most he was so emotional the guy with a light couldn't even bring the lights up. Oh man, that was very WCW-ish like. I actually liked it. Yeah, I bet you did. It made it look more uh depressing. Oh, yeah. How about these I mean, guys trying to sneak on camera and just make hand gestures and they think they're being slick, but it's like, dude, we can see you. What are you doing? Yeah, I uh like, I'm, surprised, that guy. I'm surprised there wasn't uh security to move them along. Do you think he recorded it and then like went home and was like, look, that's me. That's me. That's me. Just showed all his friends. And I was like, look, I'm saying the Patriots are number one. Look, they're number one. Yeah. Jesus. Is that crackhead Bob right in the middle right there in the BWO shirt? Hmm. Could be. <laughs> all right. So this is PG 13. They're part of the nation of domination. One of these is Bill Dundee's kid. Another really? one's D low. And then there goes uh, Savio Vega who stone cold credits with helping him get over. Same with gold dust. There's D-Lo rocking the suit. If I didn't know better, it, it almost seems like these, uh, the first couple of cats came to the ring with the microphone were the Usos. Well, they're white dudes and they're, they're little, so no, they're not. Okay. And they're at least one of them's from Tennessee. That one. <laughs> Is that Bill Dundee's kid right there? Yeah. Jamie Dundee. Jamie Dundee. By the way, if you've never seen the shoot interview with Jamie Dundee, go out of your way to watch one. All right. He has, he has, uh, battled with addiction over the years. Uh, huh. so he would be in the throw, the thralls of addiction and just go banana on a shoot interview. <laughs> and it's, wow. it's sort of sad, but it's entertaining in a similar way to the old iron sheet hawk Thuey. You know, when you really realize what you're watching, you're like, man, I wish somebody like give that guy a hug and get him help. But at the same time, he sure is saying some funny shit. Hey, should we do a little business here? Uh, and I'll be, oh, my dying rest in peace. He's talking about your asshole, Conrad. Hopefully it'll rest in peace the rest of this uh, podcast. Um, so we do a little, do a little business here as this thing is uh, first uh, dropping on Patreon on Monday and then everybody else on Wednesday, which will be Wednesday, the, uh, the 13th of February. Isn't this the week that StarCast 2 tickets go on sale? It is indeed, kind sir. It is indeed. Sarah, so pretty exciting. I mean, I think so. I'm pretty fired up about it. I, I shared the preliminary card with you, and you had a peek at what we have scheduled for the stage shows. Two dozen stage shows when you last saw it. and Yeah. It's a who's who of professional wrestling. Some names on there. Even you were like, you didn't really get this guy, did you? Wow. Good stuff, man. Tremendous. I, and I can't wait. Cause I'm gonna be there the whole time. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there the day before. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to not only be a part of the uh, festivities. I'm going to be part of your staff. Okay? Yeah. I like it. I'm going to be part of uh, helping organize that thing. And, uh, just, uh, I can't wait. So, uh, yeah, tickets go on sale Friday, February 15th and uh, pre-sale on Tuesday, February 12th. And that's for all you guys on Patreon. So, uh, 
we look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas. But let's mention this, uh, even bigger than that, maybe for the listeners to this show. Well, nothing's bigger than Starcast, but sooner than that. All right. Me and you and Eric Bischoff are going to be getting together in Chicago, Chi-Town, Friday, March 22nd from eight to 10. We're doing for the first time ever C2E2 after dark. What happened in 83 weeks with myself, Eric Bischoff, Tony Schiavone. You don't need a C2E2 badge to get to this. You can get a uh, general admission or a VIP ticket that includes meet and greets, a photo op, autograph, got a little swag for you. It's going to be a good time, man. And the rumor and innuendo is that some of my new friends from AEW are going to be in town working the C2E2 convention. So this should be a fun show. Go snatch your tickets up right now. You can find the link over at showclicks.com. That's S-H-O-W-C-L-I-X.com. It's WHW 83 is the name of the event, or just go look at Tony's Twitter or at WHW Monday. And the link will be right there. Prime for your picking. Yes. Snatch some tickets up. Like Conrad said, uh, speaking of snatch now, are we going to sure that we can get Sonny to come, uh, to our low key, big hawk thing? Well, I mean, that's, that depends on you and your salesmanship. All right. Oh, look at there. They're blacking out the number. For the UTC arena in Chattanooga, which is definitely four, two, three. What do you reckon the best, the rest of the number is Four two. I don't know. Four, two, three, four, five, four, five, four, five, four. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I bet it's like four, two, three, your mom, uh, four, two, three, your mom or 1-800-909-9900. Something like that. Kids get your parents permission or what's your version of that? Uh, or don't worry about your parents permission. Fuck them. Call anyway. Which is what most kids did anyway, don't you think? I mean, we would say, get your parents' permission before you call, and the kids would say, ah, fuck that. Well, I had a night or not. I just wonder how many kids got busted for that shit. Your kids ever uh, call the hotline back in the day? No, they never did. You ever see one of them order some stuff on cable they weren't supposed to? No, never did. Uh-uh. The guy I work with, he is, uh, he bought a much bigger house. The boys finally had their own separate rooms, got TVs in the rooms, the whole deal. First cable bill comes $1,700. <laughs> wow. You know what that would, you know, that should have been, that should have been orphanage time. By the time he realized what had happened, the kid had barricaded himself in his room, locked the door. So this guy I know had to like take the door off its hinges. God. So he didn't want to hurt the door. And when he finally got in there, as soon as he approached the kid, stepped on the carpet, crunch. The kid had been so active in the room that he ruined the carpet. My buddy oh. said it looked like an explosion at a goddamn Krispy Kreme factory. Oh my God. This is a terrible story. Stanley steamer came out and, and said, sorry, sir. It's not a magic wand. Gave him a full refund. <laughs> he had, uh, run on up to Dalton, Georgia. And get new carpet. Oh God. Seriously. It's a wonder the kid didn't get carpal tunnel or something. They should have at least enrolled him in tennis. He would have had a hell of a backhand. (laughs) What's funny though, is he had to sit down once he finally calmed down. He's like, son, you ordered five in seven minutes. How is that even possible? Cause he could see like he ordered, you know, this one and then that one and then that one and then that one. 
And the kid had a funny reason why that one wouldn't work for him every time. <laughs> Good God. How old is this kid now? Uh, he's, he's grown and married now. This was probably 10 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. He's probably like on the Huntsville city council or something like that. No, I'd like, I'd like to tell you that, uh, even though he's still young, I'm happy to report he does have a kid. So he finally figured out what to do with all that stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe he's a Shivani because y'all used to make a loop through here. And based on what I just told you, it sure does sound like he could buff uh shampoo, water, Buffalo, make a loop through there. <laughs> yeah. Didn't y'all run towns here? Oh, oh, I got it now. I, I bet you planted some seeds over here. Yeah. No. No, I didn't. What are you trying to say? I'm telling you, when we were in Dallas last year, 2017, yeah. you hit that girl with, I may be too old to cut the mustard, but I'm still young enough to sling that mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall that. I don't even, I mean, I've never heard it before. Why would I make that up? Why would you make it up? Why do you make up half the shit up on, on here? My God. What are you talking hey. about making stuff up? We are doing a watch along here. Let's watch along. With Great. This, uh, since your fucking ass has basketball and court won't run shows midnight Sundays, uh, okay. which is what you forced me to do. Like I don't have a goddamn job to go to in the morning and I'm yeah. over here shitting my brains out, sick, coughing yeah. on the mic, but oh, this is what wow. I, this is what it requires because you're too busy with fucking basketball since okay. you're never calling wrestling again in 2019. Cause nobody wants to run shows Sunday night at midnight. Go yeah. ahead and start calling this one for the rest of the show and let people wax nostalgic about it for the rest of the year. Maybe they'll prop you up on the wrestling observer reader board and you'll get the wrestling announcer of the year. You reckon? I mean, you're, you're up against such stiff fucking competition as Michael Cole. You probably got a shot. Who's going to yeah. beat you? That little slap dick, rich bikini. Probably uh, not Two. Uh, I got a two count. Here yeah. you go. I'll just lay out. You just try to make this Savio Vega match. Five stars. Get it. Savio Vega has the undertaker down. And now the undertaker trying to rise up with Savio Vega now with a head vice on. We'll put him down again. Referee is building Silverman checking in. And there you take a look at, and there you take a look at another motherfucker right there. Oh, and he tries to come up once again. Boy, what a match we got here going on. Tony Schiavone along with Conrad Thompson. Uh, and there I believe was Teddy, Teddy Long's son. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and, uh, the fans are getting really into this now. Uh, have I done enough here, Conrad, to win the award? No, for- the match isn't even over. You haven't finished one match. All right, for the for the uh, wrestling <laughs> wrestling announcer of the year. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, stop it, would you, please? But he still is pulling on the head, pulling on the hair, and of course, this version of the uh, Undertaker never was Conrad's favorite. But here he's coming back once again, up- uppercut, and the big man again, Mark Callis. Oh, and he, again, a sledgehammer blow on the back of the head. And now he'll send Vega into the far side. Vega's got him hooked. He, a swinging neck breaker, put him over. Here's a cover. Does not hook a leg. One, two. Only got a two count. Oh, and he set up. Did you see how he got up that time? He set up like a dead man coming up out of a grave. And pounding back in the head once again. Back to the ropes he goes. Billy Silverman with the count. Vega ducks his head. He shouldn't have done it. Scissor kick on the back. And Vega goes down. Are you going to talk here, Conrad? Nope. I'm not an announcer of the year. No, you're listen. Hey, this is a two man podcast. He's, you know what this is? People have said, you know what I like about what happened when it's just, it's, it's just two good friends talking. And that's what we are. Two good friends talking. 
Two good friends sitting on couches. Yeah, I know. Two good friends sitting on couches. There it is. One, two, three, and the Undertaker's the winner. Oh, he's got a fight now. Oh, uh, everybody off. You know, you know what's funny to me? I feel like God has a sense of humor. Yeah, he does. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm the Forrest Gump of wrestling. We've talked about this. I wasn't supposed to be hosting that little AEW double or nothing rally. I had no reason to be there, no professional experience, no official association or role with the company. And yeah, there I am. And now I'm putting Starcast tickets on sale this week and yeah. it's gonna be the biggest thing I've done. And yeah. right in the middle of the sandwiched in between these two major majorly cool events in my life milestones if you will uh-huh i shit the goddamn couch yeah it's just like hey boy don't get too big for your britches that's not a fat joke you fucks i already am no. too fat for britches i'm just saying it's like hey think you got your shit together how about this you can't even control your own butthole well now here's the deal yeah uh when someone is over they can just shit the couch of their own house they want you know why because they're over Oh, so you're saying if you shit the couch at your house, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be heat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But at your house, he's over. Doesn't matter. Hey, you yeah, know I shit the couch. I got a star cast coming up in, uh, in may and tickets go on sale pretty soon. And I'm, uh, I'm a big shot with AEW now. So yeah, I can shit the couch. I don't think that crossed your mind actually, but I did know that's when we were newlyweds because when I coughed a little later after I'd already taken a shower and put on new clothes, I made a look and she said, she started to get up. I said, what are you doing? She said, I got to get stuff to clean it up. I was like, no, I didn't shit. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, well, I would have cleaned it up. And I was like, oh man, I married the right one. Meanwhile, yeah. your wife won't even clean up the dog hair. You'd still be sitting in a pile of your couch shit, right? Yep. That's right. You're sick. Fuck. Clean your own shit up. Hey, we missed Ahmed Johnson running in during all this stuff. Lord bless us all. We're coming to you a Thursday raw Thursday live from Lowell, Massachusetts, home of the Lowell spinners. Check that shit out, dude. Stone cold. Steve Austin in 1997 is my favorite stone cold. Yeah. He's a badass motherfucker. I I enjoy the run in 98 and 99. And I mean, I, I get it, but dude, 97, my absolute favorite stone cold year. Yeah. When did he come up with the Austin three Austin three sixteen? I'm going to kick your ass. When did that actually happen? That King, was earlier this year. King of the ring 96. So, okay. June of 96. Okay. So it's been not a great fucking line. Look at him. Oh, wow. Did you, by the way, gorilla monsoon. Did I ever tell you I was a member of the Freebirds? sold out reunion arena, sold out reunion arena. Also, they also ever tell you that, uh, uh, I was one of the Freebirds and sold out reunion arena slam carry von Herrick's. Eric's, uh, yeah, I've heard it. Uh, we've all heard it. We've heard it too many times. Uh, but right now you're Doc Hendricks. We changed his name to Doc Hendricks because in the WWF, we can do exactly what we want to do. You may have been a free bird for all those years back in the 70s and 80s, but here we are in the 90s. And if we tell you to be Doc Hendricks, you'll be Doc Hendricks. As a matter of fact, we tell him to go shit in his hat, he'll go shit in his hat because we are the WWF and you are Michael Hayes. Oh, uh, that's right. But let me ask you this. Did you ever see... We, uh, we almost had a riot in reunion arena that night, almost had a riot on Christmas day. Well, I heard that, but really on a nation national level until it is put on the WWE network, no one's really going to see it except the people in Dallas and maybe in Fort Worth. So that's the way it is. And don't you forget it because I am gorilla monsoon. 
And Bobby Heenan, you were nothing without me. Wow. That's from Gorilla Monsoon. Whew. Are you still with me? Yeah, I was letting you do your thing. Here he All is. Right. Okay. The master and the ruler of the world. Yep. Sid, who you thought put on one hell of a performance at Survivor Series, of course. He wound up dropping the title back to Shawn Michaels in his hometown of San Antonio, Royal Rumble 97. And he's on his way to the ring. And check out the uh, the pyro treatment. Still doing the fist pumping, but the pyro treatment from Survivor Series is still here. S-I-D. That's pretty cool, man. What a great visual. Yeah. You know, there's something... And I said, I said earlier, uh, this is a small venue for, for Vince, but there's something, I don't know, maybe it's the, the entrance, the way they have now. And I'm talking about the current WWE, uh, the entrance way and all the lights and all that they do is almost too sterile now or too overproduced. It's too overproduced. It's too slick. Right. It's like they're running out of a video game. Right. I agree. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. It's a, it's a hell of a visual from a live show standpoint. When you see it the first time, you're like, wow, you can't help but be impressed by it. Right. But at the same time, I don't think it's necessary. I mean, you know, this, this, this look we're seeing here in February 97 is fine for me. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some younger fans who would say, oh, this is Bush league. This looks like an indie. Where's the pyro? Where's the jumbotron? Well, let me tell you the, the cardinal rule in all this. Never have your entrance better than the match itself. And that's what they have now. It's the old cliche. And then the bell rang. And after all the fancy shit they do now and all the lights and all the sparklers and whatever they're doing and the video game overproduce shit, they still got to have something in the ring that's worth looking at. And many times it just doesn't cut it. So I think they, they've uh, painted themselves into a pretty bad corner with that. So, because I mean, as great as Sid entrance is here, man, this is some pretty high impact shit going on here on the outside. This is some good shit. Sid laying them in. And of course, stone cold. I love these two. Some tremendous talent in this show. Wouldn't you agree? My God. Without question. Thank you. That's the first one today. And there's a two. I, I'm sick, Tony. Give me a fucking break. I literally <laughs> shit on this show. I mean, literally. Well, <clears throat> that wouldn't be the first time someone has shit on this show. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to be in Chicago in March. Uh, we also got, uh, our, uh, Low-key Big Hogs coming to see us in Huntsville in March. Uh, and let's see. we got StarCast coming up. Uh, and uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll do something uh, sometime together around WrestleMania, <clears throat> after WrestleMania time or SummerSlam or something like that. Hey, by the way, we're going to the brand-new Nashville Arena in Nashville, Tennessee, this Monday. This Monday. You know what the Nashville Arena is, don't you, Conrad? It's the home of the SEC Basketball championship, by the way. To be clear, we're not. WWF is in February of 97. Yeah. Right. We're not. I just, I was reading what was on the screen at that time. But that's now <coughs> called the Bridgestone Arena. 
I don't want to mix anybody up. We have been to Nashville's, but we were at Zany's in Nashville where we had a good time. Probably about the same amount of people that they drew as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably so. Oh my God. So, uh, do we need to call court Bauer right now and see what it's going to take to get him to move his show? So you can call him on W again. No, uh-uh. no, okay. he does what he wants, man. He, he, uh, listen, he can't move his show because of me. Oh yes, he can. Oh no, he can't. I mean, look, he had rich bikini and he had uh, Matt striker do, do the show and they did a great job. Did a great job. Uh, and oh, step through. Hook the leg, the big power legs of Sid pushes the man off. That's a pretty, uh, pretty good little ass kicking match we got pretty, going on. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Don't you think so? Boy, Sid looks magnificent here too, doesn't he? Dude, What's you, out? Oh God, he's looking for Shawn Michaels, but he's going to lay into, Ooh. Stone well, Cold said. see, they're two of the participants in this mm-hmm. Chattanooga pay-per-view, the final four. And of course, Sid is the guy who is going to be wrestling Brett a week from Monday or the following Monday. Yeah. Because Brett's going to win the final four and he's going to become champion, which, you know, originally that match was designed to set up a number one contender and see who would face Sean at WrestleMania. It was supposed to be Brett set up the rematch for 12. Sean pulls up lame, so they just put the belt on Brett instead. But he drops it the very next night in Nashville to this man, Sid. So they got to set up that match somehow, and here it is. Big time pull apart. Forget about it. There's Gerald Briscoe in there. How about Gerald? Come on, Sid. Let go, Sid. (laughs) Just think about, what, nine months later? He'd be saying, now let him up, Brett. You hit him. Let him up. <laughs> he broke the boss's jaw. Mr. McMahon won't be able to tell us how terrible we all are at our jobs. And for that, I thank you, but it's time for you to mosey on. I'm a Noki from Muskoki. Oh God. Have you heard the story where, uh, Candido got hot about something? Back in the day, involving Sonny and maybe Paul Bearer, and he was showing his ass, and he's upset with the click and blah blah blah. He's just frustrated, wants to quit. Gerald sees him just cutting a promo, grabs him by the wrist and starts or the elbow, ushers him away, and Candido turns and says something like, "Are you trying to hook me, Jerry?" Chris, if I wanted to hook you, you'd be hooked. <laughs> That's what's great is but listen, if he listened to this, which he doesn't, he didn't know how to listen to podcasts either. Right. He's probably legit 80 years old, right? But he could beat the shit out of both of us at the same time. Oh yeah. He could hook us. Oh yeah. Like when you just meet him, you're like, I know this man looks like he's old, but he might have a cocoon. So I had a conversation with him about it. And I was like, dude, how are you kicking everybody's ass? And he says, have you heard of DDP yoga? And that's when I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Gerald Briscoe's made a deal with the devil. <laughs> All the old heads are doing it. Tony Schiavone's down there. Gerald Briscoe's down there. 
you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, pop, pop died and came back to life. Yeah. You, you reckon he's doing some DDP yoga. Maybe he made a deal with the devil in that corner office. He could have, he could have, uh, Vince, I'm drawing something right now. Leave me alone. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, actually, I'm filling out my hall of fame. Oh no, I'm filling Yeah. Western union going to send some money. I got it. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, uh, a little, uh, Jerry Briscoe story, you know, I, I knew Jerry and, uh, when he worked with the, uh, when he worked with the Crockett's, uh, and then I, I saw him, I, I don't know, later years, this may be after he was working for the WWF and I saw him backstage somewhere. I don't know, remember where I was, but I say, Hey, Jerry, how you doing, buddy? And this was one of, you know, my weight has fluctuated up and up and down. And he said, instead of saying hello and everything, he went, put his hands on his hips. He went, Jesus Christ. Tony, you've gotten fat as shit. <laughs> I said, well, it's good to see you too. He said, yeah, but look, you know how fat you've got? Jesus Christ. So that's what I remember about Jerry more than anything else. And now you're on, he said, what you do, Tony, is get in your car and go over to Mary. Oh, you're already in Marietta. Well, drive past the whole foods and hang a right. And when you do look for this. What looks like a reputable business, but it's emanating this ominous red glow. Pull all in there and ask for Dallas and wink twice. And that's when you'll get to meet him. You got that Oklahoma talk down, man. Now don't be scared, but he likes to be called VKM. That's his working name. He thinks Lucifer's bad for business. Huh. He told me the devil, you know, well, you know, the rest. Oh God. Serious business. Still- do you think, uh, do you think that Sean was under the influence here? I mean, in my no. head, he's just really stressed out. Burnout. He's probably drinking too much and he maybe just recognizes, man, fuck this. This ain't fun. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I think there's some validity to that. I, I, I thought that there was a lot of guys who got that way many, many times. Hey, dude, just, just damn. By the way, I was told that for a fee. Uh, a piece of folding money. Yeah. Ron Simmons will say, damn into your phone for you. Just so if you want a damn, he'll do it, but it takes a piece of folding money. And you hand him that folding money, hold your phone up. And he just says, damn, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I got to get that gimmick going. Right. Imagine if you got paid for saying one word. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I love that. When Owen Hart comes to the ring with the British bulldog, they're both flexing and Owen just with whenever bulldog hits the double bicep, just jumps right in front of him, raises his arm, showing off his slammy award. It's tremendous. Yeah. Without question. Farouk and crush together. What do you think about a white dude named crush being in the nation of domination? Yeah. 
Well, we all are brothers. I think that was the the workaround is to try to <clears throat> keep any, oh, they're trying to do a race angle. If they could keep that at bay by sliding some white dudes in there. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. We'll see why. Believe you me through the years in wrestling, there's always been a lot of CYAs. <laughs> you me. Well, Owen was sensational, wasn't he? Can I just tell you, I think I might make it through the rest of the show without shitting again. That is great. That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. I don't feel yeah. like you really care about my no, personal no, well-being. I, I do care because when Shawn Michaels came to the ring, you had to go take a shit. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, that was, uh, that was not good. So, so I want you to hang around. It's a two man podcast, man. Yeah. Two-man. I don't want to miss this crush match. <laughs> don't want to do that. And crush and for, Oh my God. You know what I just realized, but it's a wrestling crush. term. And now we can use it for this show. The drizzling shits. Boy, is it ever? I mean, it really is. Yeah. Raw instead of Thursday, raw Thursday, raw is the drizzling shits. Yes. By the time we were, by the time we got to it, it was really the drizzling shits and it continues the drizzling shits after this timeout. All right. We're back on the drizzling. I mean, uh, Thursday, raw Thursday. Oh, wow. That's a pretty, uh, solid pile driver there. So Ron Simmons wrestled as Farouk. Yep. Farouk aside. Farouk aside. And did he come back as Ron Simmons after that at all? Or was Farouk the only name he was known by in the WWF? Way, way, way later. Way later. Okay. What do you think of the nation of domination theme? I think it's underrated. I liked it. Who is the, uh, the skinny guy with the glasses and the bow tie and the blue. That is, um, Clarence Mason. He's their attorney. He's doing a Johnny Cochran spoof. Okay. Got it. How do you feel about that? Well, it doesn't bother me at all. I, I was wondering if, if he was a worker, I mean, if he was, he was a former wrestler, I mean, there's almost a little, uh, uh, like the way they used to make wrestlers watch raw where they're beside the TV instead of really looking at it. I know, <laughs> you know, I think that I'm a great American hero. And I think since Conrad booked me for Starcast, he's going to at least have to pretend to be nice to me for at least a few months here, or, or I'm going to lose my smile like Shawn Michaels and pull a no show. But of course I'm not going to do that because I'm a professional. Conrad's already promoted me as the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, which should be a clue to everyone listening that he's not booking any better wrestlers than me, which is why you've seen announcements like Hornswoggle since and Tony Schiavone and Bruce Pritchard and that rat fuck Eric Bischoff, who I hate, who's the worst thing that ever happened to wrestling. 
but Sean Waltman will be here. So I'm going to have old Conrad lock my bags up just in case. Remember Conrad. Yes, I'm in Starcast. I'm not out. Yeah, I bet he is. Uh... It's the nose shot now. Look up his nose. What do you think about this? I mean, it's a super, super tight shot. It is kind of weird yeah. when the wrestling's so wide and he's they're so tight on him. But I guess there's a little Q and A going now with. Well, they've got to tell the story of all of a sudden you were headed for a rematch at WrestleMania, and now you've got Thursday, Friday, or I mean tonight. And the next two days to build a pay-per-view that's now got a world title match. Hmm. In the meantime, here's your nation of domination theme. We are the nation of domination. It's a good jam. We are the nation. I'm alive and in color. Don't diss the man. Over bum, rush your mother. Listen what I'm saying. It's for real, not playing. Farouk is the man. Hit your knees and start praying. Nation of domination. Got power like a man. A motherfucking nation. A domination. Can I get you to do like a freestyle at our our low-key hog or low-key big hog get together? Yeah. By the way, can I just tell you that you have besmirched my good name in my hometown? <laughs> Listen, don't blame me for any of the shit in your hometown. Well, here's the thing. Luckily, right. I don't do any of these shenanigans, right? Uh-huh. I'm a good boy. <laughs> now I'll just be an asshole to you on this show. Yeah. Oh, that didn't sound good. Okay. But we've booked this hotel. So yeah. we can all get together for the low key big hog get together. Yeah. And I'll be damned if the name of the group is not low key big hog get together with my name on it. And that lady locally knows me as Conrad, the mortgage guy and hears yeah. me on the radio telling everybody how she can save money on her mortgage or to stop throwing her money away on rent and to go to one fmc.com. And she knows my, Hey, Hey, it's Conrad catchphrase and my phone number by heart. And now she knows that dudes from all over the country are gathering in one spot, only dudes yeah. to have a low key, big hog get together. Well, I, I think you need to blame Jeff Jones for that and not me. We did not think this through. Yeah. No. Well, you didn't think it through, but well, uh, what the fuck do you do on this show? I mean, you know, what the fuck do I do on this show? Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't come up with the names of the get togethers. You don't book the hotels. You don't ever do any research. This week's a real weird week. You actually fucking paid attention and watched. Then you're like, are you even there? Cause you had to call wrestling, which you're contracted to do, but you don't show up for that job either. You know what we're going to do next week? We're just going to, ha- we're going to play horse. When we get to get, we, well, that's what we're doing. We're going to have a basketball game. <laughs> for our low key big hog get together, I'm getting a basketball hoop brought in, and and we're gonna we're gonna play horse. Yeah, let's play horse. <laughs> and you're gonna and you're gonna do running commentary on a bunch of fat dudes like me running around wearing Bullet Club and AEW shirts trying to do sky hooks like we're Kareem yeah. fucking Abdul, Jabba the Hut. <laughs> you keep this up, you're gonna make yourself laugh and you'll shit your pants. I'm not <laughs> laughing about anything. This is no <laughs> laughing matter. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Basketball hoop does sound like fun. You know what though? 
given the oh. mood I'm in, maybe we should do cornhole. <laughs> I know, I know Efren's up for that. Oh my God. Oh what? my God. You'd need to go there. No, he, he's, he asked if we could play games. I think he wants to play like, sorry. And pin the yeah. tail on the Tony or something like that. Or cheesy or, uh, you know, trivial pursuit, spin the bottle, shit like that. Oh, I don't know about that. My God, what a spin. I, I absolutely love those yeah. Owen Hart spin cakes, man. Yeah, he can do shit, man. He was. I, would it be fair for me to say he was vastly underrated? I, I think with a lot of fans, he was not, but maybe on a national level, he was. Because I don't know, but just because of Brett, he was in his shadow. Am I right to say that? Yeah. God, he could do so much shit, man. So many things. How long after this, when he, when he had his accident, wasn't that long after this, was it? Um, yeah, yeah, it was two and a half years. It was May of 99. Okay. Yeah. Just, uh, now still, he went still, down still holding way, his way knee. too long though. Yeah. Went down holding his knee and now he tries to get up and he can't pick up a, oh, wow. Yeah. Davy boy braced it there. Beginning of a little angle here. I mean, leaving them laying and, and, you know, really neither one of these are baby face teams. It's two heel teams against each other. Right. Did they switch the tag team belts there? No, I thought they came in as a tag team champions. Doesn't mean the titles are on the line. Right. So what'd you think? We've got one segment left in this show so far. Pretty good yeah. wrestling matches. Yeah. The, uh, good wrestling matches. Good shows. Good things. Uh, a lot of talent. I wish I paid more attention to it back then. You have, uh, again, piqued my love of wrestling by watching these shows. And yet you won't go call it even when you're contracted to do so. Yeah. I can call it. We can post it later if they want to. It's up to them. We've posted it before. We've taped it before. <laughs> now, this is for the uh, final four. Undertaker, Stone Cold, Western Union presents In Your House. Final four this Sunday, only on pay-per-view. All right. It's faded time. Here comes Paul Bear. This is a fun show, man. I like it. I like all this old stuff. <laughs> this is my favorite year. I'm just nostalgic about the look and feel. And here's Bret Hart. 
in full garb, got the jacket, got the shades like he likes it and the ring already the man they call Vader. Here's your main event. Vader also a member of that final four pay-per-view coming up in just a handful of days from Chattanooga. What about that lighting effect with the hearts on the ring and the pyro? I know you were sort of mocking the size of the building earlier, but the production still pretty good. Oh yeah. They, they make it, they make it work. They were very Look, there's been a lot of shit said about Kevin Dunn throughout the years, but I still think he's the best production guy I've ever worked with. And that is, listen, that is not shitting on anybody like Keith Mitchell or, or Dan Bynum who works in MLW. Uh, but I, I still think Kevin Dunn's the best. I really do. And of course the shades go out to the fans, little girl. Little guy, turn around, fella, so we can see you. Oh, it's a girl. All right, here we go, Vader. So, uh, you've got, uh, what the hell happened here? Did everything go black? It's the Undertaker. Oh. Rest in peace. So the Undertaker is going to be in this same match with Vader and Bret Hart. You want to guess who the fourth guy is? Uh, the fourth guy would be Sid Vicious. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wait a minute. Does Undertaker have... Is he hanging on to somebody there? Yeah, Michael PSAs. Like he grabbed him to take control of the mic or whatever. Oh, got it. Uh, Doc Hendricks. Isn't it crazy that Doc Hendricks, you know, he was able to parlay that sort of nah job into being up there. Yeah, he's probably a big, big time ass kisser, don't you think? I mean, if you say, yeah, Vince, yeah, all your ideas are right, Vince. Love you, Vince. Yeah, you're great, Vince. Anything you say is right, Vince. Then you're probably, uh, I don't know, you're probably Michael P.S. Hayes or Bruce Pritchard. Oh, look at this. One, two, there's the replay. One, two, three. And I, Rocky, the rock. We smelt what he's cooking. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was the guy with the nose about? Did I miss something? Oh, Lord. What do you think of uh, Vader's work here in the WWE? You've seen a lot of it in WCW. What about here? Well, it looks like he's doing the same uh, same thing here. Got somebody in the corner just wailing away on him. Fuck. You know, there's there ain't no way. That those forearm shots in the side of the head are work are are working punches. There's no way. <coughs> and you told me the story that uh, he had hurt. I guess Shawn Michaels or worked too snug. Oh Jesus Christ! And that uh, led to his downfall in the WWF. Then you tell me that story. I mean, that's what people say. Yeah, that's what the talk is. Oh, I 
The big man off his feet. There you go, buddy. Just imagine this. In the future for Bret Hart, it's the Montreal screw job plus a big kick from Bill Gober. Oh all, man. All in his future. It's amazing, isn't it? What we know now. Yeah, who would have thought, right? And then Vader, you know, or the Vader was gonna wash out. At this point, it still looked like Vader. <laughs> you know, after things didn't really work out. Man, a big scoop slam from Bret Hart. Underrated. The power of Bret Hart just with ease. And now going to try to put the big man in the sharpshooter. Vader having nothing to do with it. What do you think about Bret Hart's punches? A lot of people, big fan of Bret's working punch. Yeah, great working punches. He, he, his working punches like Scott Hall's, man. Some of the best working punches in the business. Look at that pickup. Vader did a great job of going up with him that time as well. These guys put on a hell of a match for just a short period of time here that they had before the show went off the air. Pretty good little buildup, wouldn't you say, to the final four? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially here at the last minute like this. Yeah. Whoa. Kind of stumbled over him that time. Here comes your sharpshooter. Uh, too close to the ropes. And yeah, he rolled him right into it. Yeah. We're getting dangerously low on time though. He's not trying to break the hold. Hebner trying to count him down. Finally gets him loose. Tony, we might be running out of TV time here. We about to be desperately out of time. There's only like a minute and change left. Yeah. We're desperately out of time. Tape is here. Oh my God. Would you look there's stone cold, Steve Austin, Pat Patterson, right behind him. Watch out, Steve. Right now, Pat's behind you. And look, from the, in the ring, look at this. Oh, the big shot in the face. Fans are standing everywhere on the balcony here in Lowell. Vader setting up the Vader bomb. Is he going to hit this? If he does, it's all over for Bret Hart. He's pointing up to Stone Cold. Stone Cold's like, yeah, get him. Oh, he's going to the top. Tony, he Holy wouldn't really shit. do this. Holy shit. He's going to go for, oh, he went for a moonsault from the top. You stupid son of a bitch is what Austin just said. <laughs> One, two, three, and Bret Hart wins it. Misses the moonsault, and that's the fatal mistake. Bret Hart's your victor. We're just a couple of days away from the final four pay-per-view, and you can see Stone Cold Mouth when Vader missed. You suck. You ain't worth a damn. Still... <laughs> Telling Brett what he's going to do from the balcony. Teasing. He's just going to new Jack and come down. Holy shit. Pat Patterson having nothing to do with it. They are strained by officials and we're going to go off the air here. We are desperately out of time. Tony Schiavone. Yes. The tape machines are rolling. It's wild. Very good show, Conrad. Very good hour and a half worth of uh, content there, man. Pretty monumental, too, because it's going to be the beginning of Die, Rocky, Die, where the fans really turn on Rocky Malvia and say, we don't want this, reminiscent of Roman Reigns a couple of years ago, and where Shawn Michaels lost his smile. But 
the most go home a show can be just a couple of days before the pay-per-view instead of a Monday night raw, it's a Thursday night raw, just a handful of days before in your house, final four and Chattanooga tickets were still on sale here, which is pretty crazy to think about where the business was and where it would be just a year later when stone cold really got hot. But Tony, that's it for this week. What do you want to talk about next week? Didn't we already decide that, that we, uh, I can't remember now. Let me see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's see if we can get some prevagen for Tony Giovanni next week, because Tony, when I look at my clock, I can't help but think it's about that time. Well, I'm taking my prevagen right now. I'm trying to look around and see if I can find out on my notepad. Exactly. Wait a second. Hold on. Let me reach for my bottle of Imodium and give it to Conrad Thompson. So he doesn't shit himself during the show next week. We're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on what happened when on the MLW radio network. As well as on Patron. Luke, this is your destiny. Promotional considerations paid for by the following. Boxofgimmicks.com. With new items each week. The official score of what happened when. Something to wrestle with. And 83 weeks. Log on, get your gimmicks for the wrestling fan in your life. Or something for yourself. And by Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Want to be a low-key big haul? A glass bottom boat rider? How about a member of the Hot Tag Express or the Slap Dick Nation? You can. Join Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone. The force is strong with those two. They have bonus podcasts, behind-the-scenes videos, live weekly chats, and new content each week. And by LoisRules.com. Get all your t-shirts from what happened when, right now. Remember, Lois Rules. Lois is the umpire. And by StarCast 2. Coming to Las Vegas, May 23rd through the 26th, as part of AEW's Double or Nothing Weekend. Go to StarCast.com for more information. Tickets go on sale to the general public, Friday, February 15th, at noon Eastern Time.